Hey everyone, welcome to Hoopin from the Line. I'm your host Vadon. Alongside me, Amrdeep. How's it going, guys? Yeah, so this is gonna be our debut podcast here, our first episode. Uh, let's, uh, Amrdeep, why don't you tell, why don't you tell the viewers about our um, inspiration for this uh, idea? Our inspiration for this idea. Yeah. I don't think that we actually discussed this, but uh, you know, basketball season's going on, playoffs are going on. I mean, we watch the sport. Yeah. Kind of interested. Yeah. Let's put our thoughts in there, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, right now, uh, let's talk about playoffs right now. We're in the midst of a pretty heaty playoff season going on right now. What's your thoughts on the playoffs? Uh, I will say some surprises, but Mm. for the most part, it is playing out like how it was supposed to play out. Yeah. Well, I wanted the Oklahoma City Thunder to make it, but uh, uh, come on, bro. Clearly, clearly, come clearly, on, bro. Early exit. Clearly I'll tell you this: Russell Russell Westbrook is not going to win an NBA championship if he continues don't, to play the way oh he plays. Oh my god! Don't say that. Don't say that. If he's going to play the don't one the way he does, nah, he's not going to win a championship. Don't do that to me, man. Don't do that to me. Come on. So uh, yeah, let's talk about the, what we're at there at our latest point right now in the playoffs. We got the Western Conference Finals coming up, along with the Eastern Conference Finals. It's already been decided. Got the Rockets versus the Warriors in the West. We got Boston versus Cleveland in the East. So uh, where do you want to start off with this? I mean, why don't we just start off with the, cha- with the finals that actually matter? That's going to decide who's going to win the championship. Ooh, ooh and that is uh, the Western Conference Finals. Fair enough, fair enough. Let's start this thing up then. Uh, so Rockets versus Warriors. Uh, it's the number one seed versus the number two seed. Uh, the Rockets were number two in uh, points per game. Uh, their defense was actually pretty good as well with 103, so they're seventh. Along with uh, the Warriors, averaged 113.5 points a game, first in the league. So clearly, even the Rockets are the first seeded team. The Warriors are the be- better offensive team in this sort of matchup. Yep. B- but um, a glaring thing was uh, the Warriors' defense wasn't actually that great. So, I mean, they're 18 in the league. Rockets won the head-to-head matchup two to one. So, how do you see this uh, series playing out? I will say, I think this series will go six games. Mm-hmm. I think the Golden State is going to win it four to two. Yeah, in six. Six? Yeah, in six Well, games. are there any specific player matchups you're looking for? Uh, Player matchups. Okay, so I think in order for Houston to compete, mm-hmm. I would say that they have to shut down too many players. They yeah. have to shut down KD. They have to shut down Steph. I mean, KD's been averaging in the playoffs 28 points a game, mm-hmm. eight rebounds. He's 49% from the field, Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And along with Steph, who's been 24 and a half a game, and he's 47.8 from the field and 44 point percent from the three yeah that's uh yeah ever since curry came back the warriors just looking unbeatable right now they're looking unstoppable yeah it's crazy like i knew it right when he came right when he came back against the pelicans like it was over like they were not gonna win like more than a game in that series man it was already over i was surprised they won one game man oh my god especially after the first game when <laughs> craig wasn't even in yeah but what, don't you have any concerns about steph curry's uh like he's a defensive liability on the court i mean they're gonna have to hide him they're not gonna be able to hide him against uh houston i mean he's gonna have to go head to head against chris paul I think this matchup comes down to the backcourt here. Clay versus Steph versus Harden Paul. That's going to be a pretty entertaining matchup to look at. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think, I don't think Clay's going to always be matched up with Harden and going to step off of that. I think they might really? have, I think Clay will be, he'll be facing up against Harden, but yeah. I think they're probably switching off with, with Iguodala as well, especially oh, yeah, off, that's true too. Especially because Houston loves to play those high pick and rolls. I mean, they're yeah. the one, the number one in the league in uh, isolation offense. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're, number one, so, they're number one, yeah. And they're 30th in the league. In terms of yeah. assists, yeah, 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 and spreading the spreading the floor, yeah. So that might be an issue. That might be a huge issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, something to look at here. Uh, head to head, I mean, James averaged like twenty four 
Paul averaged like 21 and 8. Uh, Clint Capella, I mean, what's your thoughts on him? Do you think he might be a factor in this series or I, they might just take him out because of death lineup? I think I think Clint Capella is a really big factor in the series, mm-hmm. especially in, in terms of offensive and defense rebounding. Yeah. The only thing that I fear that Houston has to watch out for is Draymond Green. He's going to be the X factor, I think, for the Warriors mm-hmm. in terms of matchups, mm-hmm. matchup nightmares, because Draymond so far in the playoffs, I mean, he's been averaging 33.3% from three. Yeah. And he's been averaging 42 from the field. Yeah, yeah. But he's on average, he's on average, essentially, he's been getting a triple double this entire playoffs. Yeah, he's yeah. Just I been dominating. Up on that. Draymond Green's been averaging. 15 10 and 10 basically oh my goodness yeah that's even crazy he's been dominating man. yeah yeah so the thing the thing is that with the warriors there's so many outside threats around the perimeter yeah they're outside shooting that you know even if even if one day let's one of the games kd's off or steph's off mm-hmm. clay's gonna pick up the, the slack steph's gonna pick up the slack or kd or or clay's gonna clay kd and steph they're gonna pick up the slack for each other they're not gonna go back-to-back games where they're just both in a slump yeah, are are but I mean the Warriors are just coming off of like a bunch of injuries here too, man. Why right when they're coming to the playoffs, are there any concerns about that? I think Clay Thompson was actually really bad last series, to be honest. He isn't really that great. I mean, he's still averaging twenty one points a game. I man. mean, that's true too. Come yeah, on. I mean that's true too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's for for, for you to say that's not great, I mean that's he's I doing mean, just as well as Chris Paul has been playing this entire oh, yeah, playoffs. Yeah, and fine. he's their third Fair leading enough. scorer. Like, Fair enough. But what about the indications that Rockets gave us against the Utah series? I mean, they'd be like the second best defense. I mean, in the league, and they took them out in five games. Like I'll say, Warriors are not known for their defense, but Utah Jazz—they lost their number one point guard for the entire season. Like Donovan Mitchell is not supposed to be playing the one. Yeah, that's true. Too. Like he was—he was—he was—he's supposed to be more in the shooting role at the two, which he mm-hmm. can just get dished off to. On, on another note, Donovan Mitchell—he's been insane. He's—I have never seen a rookie this confident so early. In his career, first year. It's amazing, like, especially after Rubio's injury. Like, you just thought, oh, you know, I'm just going to count him out, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just a wash. It's kind of like when Boston lost Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Everyone just right, kind of right. counted them out. Right, like, they're right. not going to go far, but... The most shocking part was Utah was in the game, in that last uh, game against the Rockets in Game 5. They were in it until the poor guy got injured. Yeah, man. They, they, were like, I mean, they were in it. Like, Even in the crazy. series, man, they were in it. I mean, there were some blowouts. It was mm-hmm. pretty bad, but... yeah. It was still pretty interesting. I think Utah just shot himself in the foot by losing both games at their own place, man. Like they should have won at least one out of there. But yeah, yeah, that was pretty happened. stupid. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Whatever. It's a, I guess it happens. I mean, the Utah's a team for the future, man. They lost Gordon Haywood. They're still going strong right now. It looks pretty good right now, especially with Mitchell, man. Oof. Oh yeah, with Mitchell, they're gonna be crazy with Mitchell. Anyways, uh, any X factors here? Are you looking for certain players here right now to go crazy other than okay. Draymond? X factors for Golden State. Kevin Durant's always an X Factor. Kevin Durant's an X Factor. He's always an X Factor. How's Kevin Durant an X Factor? He's always an X Factor. How the hell is Kevin Durant an X Factor? He's probably the best player on the team. He ain't the X Factor. That's what I'm saying. He's an X Factor. Because he's the best player on the team. And X X Factors are players that you look out for, man. X Factors are players that are going to dominate, control the game, that are just going to take over. Oh, do you? Has KD not done that? Exactly. The playoffs? He always does. He's always Exactly. He's an X Factor. You can't play defense on him, no matter who they put on him. Dude, last series, they put Anthony Davis on him. Anthony Davis has the same wing. Same, if not larger, wingspan than Kevin Durant. Okay, Durant fair enough. But but the Pelicans did that after they were getting like after they realized that Drew Holiday can't guard the guy. Like they had to like switch it up. They had to switch it yeah, up. Yeah, because Drew yeah. Holiday is what six six. Yeah, big yeah. big difference. But yeah. dude, even when they did switch it up, nothing happened. Nothing that, changed. Yeah, I mean, nothing Katie's still shooting yeah, over got, seven he foot got plus. Yeah, he got yeah. Like no, but you can't. Nothing nothing you can do is gonna stop him. I expected honestly. I expected the Pelicans to like make it a series. It's kind of disappointing they got out in five games though. Yeah, I usually when you look at. Each series matchup, you're going to look at the best player on the team, similar to how the Pelicans took out the Blazers because K- Anthony Davis is the best player in that series. So, yeah, 
I agree with that. And I would. And Anthony Davis was not the best player in the last game, last series against Steph and KD, man. So. Yeah, I mean, so far right now in the playoffs, the Warriors have been uh, leading the playoffs in points. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's expected, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rockets have been uh, third in uh, points scored and uh, for opponent opponents points per game, they were second actually. So they're uh, a pretty low key defensive team. I mean, they've they picked it up a lot on their on the defensive end. I think yep. getting Chris Paul, I think they, I think Chris Paul's kept them in check. I think so, Chris Paul stepped up his game. Yeah, yeah, sure. he definitely stepped up his game. I mean, he's the reason when the last game to close out the series anyway. I mean, yeah, that's true too. For me, I feel like my X factor is uh, Trevor Reza here. Trevor Reza. I mean, I feel like if Trevor Reza can have a good game, he he played really bad. Uh, he played really really bad last series. He was, um, yeah, he shot he shot horribly last last season along with. Uh, I feel like. If Clay can outdo Harden against the war on the Warriors end on the defensive end or the offensive end, I mean he's gonna he's gonna have his. I feel like his offensive game is gonna be cut short because uh, I mean he's gonna have to guard Harden on one end. He's gonna have to play some offense on the other end. But if if they can get anything, Clay Thompson, the way how he's been performing so far in the series, yeah. I mean even though he averaged like twenty points a game, he shot horribly. He shot thirty percent. He shot twenty seven percent from three. Uh, yeah, he needs to he needs to work on his yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. the playoffs, he's at thirty eight percent from three. Yeah, like that's the, very weak for him. Yeah, he should yeah. be above 42 percent. Yeah, yeah. Like the thing is, no, no, he hasn't been thirty percent. He's been twenty seven percent. No, 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 thirty seven point eight. Really? Yeah. No, most, that's that's his field goal percentage, man. No, that's, 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 that's that's his field goal percentage. His field goal percentage is forty five point two. His field goal percentage is not forty five point two. Forty five point two, dude. He is not forty five point two. Check that thing out right now. I'll show you right dude, now. I doubt that. I'll show you right now. But either ways, um, I personally feel that um. If Clay, if they can get anything out of Clay while he's guarding Harden, it's over. Like I, I think it's gonna be a pretty short series. Like you're saying six, I think it's five. To me, I think Warriors win this in five. Like even if, thing is, I'm gonna go out and say it. I don't trust Harden and Paul to perform in the playoffs. I mean, they yeah. just they finally got to the conference finals right I mean, now. The thing is that they can't play. They're not playing too well together when they're both on the court at the same time. It's, yeah, it's kind of like Chris Paul, you take your turn, and then James Harden, you take your turn. It's not even that. It's that um, James Harden. There's a there's games in the playoffs where James Harden is playing good, but Chris Paul isn't, and there's some games where Chris Paul is playing good and James Harden isn't, and they can't do that. Right? Against the and they can't do that against the Warriors. They yeah. both have to play good games here yeah. in order in order for them to win this series. Uh, another thing is Mike D'Antoni. I mean, he's uh he's known for shortening his rotation mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. So I mean, right now I feel like fatigue might be an issue going into this whole series for Houston because if, if D'Antoni keeps playing them. On top of that, they're the number one ISO team, like how you said, and the 30th in assists. Yep. I mean, Golsi's going to be passing that ball around. Ball, there's going to be ball moving for days on, on that on I, that squad. I mean, just look at their look at their starting their death lineup, quote unquote, right? Their starting lineup. Yeah. Katie, Steph, Clay, Iguodala, Draymond Green. Yeah. What do they all have in common? They can shoot a three pointer. Three pointer, and they can move the ball. And they can, they can the handle. Ball, they, they can handle the ball themselves. A lot, a lot of them, them can, can drive, drive the drive paint. Drive and kick, drive and kick, and they're they're all unselfish. That's what make the Warriors the Warriors, right? Exactly. So I feel like in that sense, I feel like Houston might just get like I think fatigue might be an issue for Houston. They might just run Houston out of the series. Like even if Houston has home court advantage, I I I think it's gonna be a split at home the first two games. The Warriors win the next two games. And they close it out in Houston again for Game Five. I think that's how the series is going to go. To be honest, so you think it's going to be similar to the last series against the Pelicans? Yeah, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I personally don't think I don't see this game. I don't see the series going to Game Six. I I would not be surprised if this ends at five. Like, look at look at the last series against the Pelicans. Like they were just they were horrible. Like to be honest, like yeah. if Chris Paul does not have a big game, we're looking at a Game Six for Utah right now still. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. like Chris Paul saved him. Harden was playing oh easily. Ho- Harden playing horribly that, that terrible game. That terrible game. game. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is that. They have a lot of players that 
are not producing what how they should be. Mm-hmm. Like for example, Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. Dude, Eric Gordon in this playoffs, man, trash. Yeah. Dude, the guy aver- is averaging just under 13 points a game. Yeah. He's got 31% from 3, but and he's but 34 what, on the field. But what I can say that Houston has better than Warriors for the chance to win the series, I feel like Houston has a better bench. Houston's bench has been way better than uh, Warriors in my opinion. Because I feel that uh, Houston... I, I will say, yeah, they have been producing more than the Warriors bench. Yeah, they have been producing way more than the Warriors bench. Yeah. So, for Houston to win... Because, obviously, like Warriors have way too many weapons in the starting lineup alone. Mm-hmm. Even in the death lineup, which mm-hmm. is crazy. It's just insane how they win games, right? Easily. Uh, but I think in order to win this, the key is in the bench. If the Houston bench can perform well, I mean, they, they, can, they can win this. You know who else had a better bench that had way more depth? The Toronto Raptors had way better depth and better bench than the Cuban okay, Cavaliers. Okay, look. So look, I don't look, think look, that's look. necessarily an X okay, factor. In okay, uh, to be honest, the Raptors, they just got showed up by LeBron. They, I I was not one of the few people that, I was one of the few people that thought that Toronto had like literally no chance. This was not going to be a 6-7 game series. I assumed, I assumed it was going to be a 4 or 5 game series to begin with, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just like the way how people have been saying, LeBron has Toronto's number, as sad as it is to say. Uh, I mean, it's pretty shameful for us Canadians here. I mean, we just keep getting rocked by LeBron all over and over again. Dude, I, I don't care about that, man. <laughs> Toronto's Toronto. Let him be. Oh, let my God. Them, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like I feel I feel like, yeah, I got the series in five here. I mean, the key here for me, Clay's got to outplay Harden. Uh, Trevor Reza, I feel he's got to put some pressure on KD. I mean, nobody can stop KD eventually. right? I mean, you can contain the guy as much as you can. I mean, at this rate, KD can be KD, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if he has a horrible series, uh, like, I don't, I don't see the Like, they can't win. The thing is, like, it's true how you said it. Like, if KD's having a bad game, Steph can pick it up, right? Of Clay course, can like, pick yeah, it up. yeah, Clay can pick it like, up. Like, I'll tell you yeah. this much. Like, KD, KD and Steph, they're going to average between 25 and 30 a night. Oh. Clay yeah. is going to average between 17 to maybe 25 a night. Only yeah. one player on the Rockets can average... Similar numbers, and that's James Harden. That's it, yeah. Chris Paul will keep up with the Warriors' third greatest best scorer on the team, which is Clay. Yeah. Like, that's not enough. Yeah, that's true, too. And Clapella's not going to be getting putting up 20. He'll be putting up, but he's averaging 14, 15. See, see, the thing is, I mean, looking at this matchup, if Capella can play anywhere like, um, remember that 2016 series, the Warriors versus uh, the Golden State Warriors um, versus the Rock, uh, not the Rockets, sorry, the Thunder. The mm-hmm. Thunder. Yeah. Uh, you remember that series? That series where the, th- the Thunder blew a 3 1 lead? <laughs> You run that series, right? Of course. Yeah, but Stephen Adams gave him a huge issue, though. They were they were causing him, they were causing the Warriors a lot of problems because nobody could guard Stephen Adams. In That's that always game. been the Warriors' a weaknesses lot, a, a, on the inside. Yeah, so I think this is more about the matchups in general. Like, do you play to the Rockets with them playing Clint Capella in the middle, or do you force the Rockets to go small and force them to guard Green and whatnot? I think I think that's going to def- definitely depend on Green because if usually if you look at the last two series the Warriors have been playing. Green has been given the outside three-point opportunities. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, and every game that he's actually been hitting those threes, I mean, he's only averaging 33% from the from three. Every game he's been hitting, they've been winning those games. So, if Draymond's able to keep his three-point percentage up and hit those threes, then that's going to force Clint Capella to go yeah, to the outside gonna, on the perimeter. Small, yeah. And they're going to have to go small, and then it's going to open up the middle. So, yeah. so that's basically going to be the end of the series. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Draymond Green would be my number one X-factor, because... It all, it's all, it's all going to rely on him, right? Yeah, that's true too. Draymond Green has the glue that keeps him together. They always yeah. say they always say it all the time. The real yeah. captain on the team is Draymond Green at the oh, end. Oh yeah, of the day. For, sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Anyways, um, uh, so I guess you got the uh, you got the Warriors in six, I believe. 
Yeah, I'll take the Warriors in six. Yeah, I'm I'm picking I'm picking the Warriors in five in that series. So yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a short, quick series. Um, yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a very offensive series. Too. It's gonna be a pretty interesting se- series to it's watch. It's gonna be really fun to watch. Yeah, it's gonna be like who can throw up 120 points fastest, right? I'm exactly, and like I mean, Warriors are known for being the three point shooting team. Yeah, but the Rockets led the led, led, led the NBA in yeah. threes last Dude, year. Warriors weren't even how how lower were you? I think lower was like like like. I think they were a top ten team. No, I don't think they were top ten. I think they were top fifteen, man. I think top they were, 15. Yeah, I think they're because uh, thing is they move the ball around so well. Like, they just they shoot the three pointer efficiently. They just don't take as many threes as the Rockets they don't do. Need to. Yeah, they don't need to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly yeah, they just spread out the floor. Like the Rockets got to shoot a forty threes. Hopefully, they make like sixteen, twenty of them. Yeah. That's, all, that's their goal. That basically. also comes from that high pick isolation offense yeah. that the yeah. Rockets run. So yeah, it's always gonna be the one on one matchup. Yeah, like and I, and I feel like Golden State Warriors can easily guard the pick and roll. Easily, easily, easily. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Easily, they just switch everything. Switch yeah, everything. And that's exactly how they've been playing. Yeah, because yeah. like, like I said before, like Clay, Clay and Iguodala can interchange I mean, and switch I mean, off I mean, the I bat. Mean, look at that. I mean, yeah, I mean, even with Anthony Davis last series, I mean, they had they had a pretty they, they didn't have that hard of a time guarding Anthony Davis, especially Anthony early got, on. Draymond Green, Draymond Anthony Green yeah. was dominating Anthony yeah, Davis. Yeah, that's, uh, it was really good. Yeah, really it's kind of. I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of disappointed in Anthony Davis that way. Like you should have called for the ball, you should have dominated him, and even yeah. while guarding KD, I mean. Got the same wingspan as KD, right? Like mm-hmm. you can't just let KD outdo you on one end and then you not do the same thing on the other exactly, end. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah, you so have to make up for it. Exactly. Yeah. And like it's like who was a harder matchup for Green, Clint Capella or Anthony Davis? Yeah. And Clint yeah. Capella's their their X factor, quote unquote, because he's gonna be dominating the inside, and mm-hmm. that's been the Warriors' weakness the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like I personally think, yeah, that team's gonna be. Yeah, I don't think the Rockets got it, man. No. I can't believe in the Rockets. I don't see like any chance of Rockets literally like make it. Like they can probably make it a series and probably say that I'm wrong and make it a six seven game series. Probably if the bench is playing good, like how I said, they can make it a series. But it's gonna be. I don't think there's gonna be too many blowouts. I think it's gonna always be a close matchup. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I think. I think. I think the Warriors. I think there's gonna be a couple of blowouts, man. Yeah. <laughs> can you? I don't know. Do you have faith in Chris Paul and James Harden in the in the conference finals? I mean, Chris. This is Chris Paul's first time being in the conference finals too. But that also is, I would take that as a positive. You know, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got to show up and prove that he's like, deserves to be there. Yeah, but uh, we still got to figure out what the hell happened to James Harden last series. I mean, last season. Mm-hmm. I guess down to Spurs. Look at what happened in game six. Yeah, that's true. And Kawhi wasn't even playing. Yeah, that's pretty sad. So, I don't know. If I'm if I'm you, I, whoever is going for the Rockets, I don't know. Best don't of luck best to you guys. Luck. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's head into the Eastern Conference Finals here. So, we got the number two Celtics versing the number four Cavaliers. Uh, right now, Celtics are 55 and 27. Coached by, obviously, I feel like my pick, coach of the year, Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. We got to get to the what happened to him. We'll get we'll get to him later. But uh, Cavaliers are 50, 50 and 32, obviously led by Tyron Lue here. Um, so far, the Cavaliers in the playoffs have been... I've, okay, there's no point in even talking about the regular season because like, like... It never matters. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. There's no Kyrie. The trades happened as well on top of that. And like, it, there's no point in counting that. But if you want to hear about it, the Cavs went 2-1 and one against them, obviously. But um surprising thing to note here is that like the Cavs shot 35% from three against Boston. In the regular e- season. In the regular season, yeah. And uh, they, just, like, they just had some... Good games in there, but uh, but how many games did they burst off after the trade deadline after February 8th? One that was like right, that was like right in the beginning when like everyone was crazy, everyone was hyped about the, the trades that went down, yeah. And, that like, was like a couple in the first of games, week or yeah. Two weeks, it was like right and then right they just away. kind of fell off to like, yeah, mon- become mundane team, yeah, like exactly, before, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, right now for the playoff stats, the Celtics have been averaging 103 points per game, that's uh, 10th in the playoffs overall. It's not so um, great. Yeah, exactly. But uh, they're and they're third in defense with 101 points per game allowed. 
They so, were up there in defense from the regular season yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the Cleveland Cavaliers, though. All right. So, I mean, yeah, it's shocking to say, like, okay, it's not that great, right? The Celtics are, like, 103 points per game right now, 10th right now in the mm-hmm. playoffs. But it's not 103.3, while the Cavaliers are 103.5. So, they're not that far off either. They're only eighth. Basically the same. Yeah, basically the same. Yeah. And they've been, uh, they were fifth in defense in points allowed at 102. So, I mean... Like how do how do you see this series going out right now? How do you, how do you, what, like what's your thoughts on this series? This series, I see. I'm gonna say Cleveland in five. Cleveland in five. Yeah. Nice, nice. I guess no one can guard LeBron, right? Yeah, man. No one can guard. Dominating, LeBron dominating, dominating the whole entire match. Not even that. It's just because like the team. I mean, in the first, if the, if this was the first round, mm-hmm. if the team played how they did in the first round, it's it's a wrap. I'd say Boston takes the, Boston takes the series for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, we're talking about LeBron having Toronto's number. I mean, he's had the Celtics number as well. I mean, he has won the last 10 of last ten of the last 11 playoff games versus the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been dominating the Celtics easily as well. Of course, this is a, this is a completely brand completely new team. Yeah, a completely different team from yeah. the previous years. Uh, last series, I mean, they versed him against it. Rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals again from last season. Yeah. Where the where, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers won 4-1. Um, but uh, things to look at here. I mean, Terry Rozier, he's been playing out of his mind. Yeah. Uh, the last two games of the regular season, Terry Rozier averaged twenty points a game against the Cavs, and uh, in this, uh, in this series, I think Terry Rozier. Uh, well, I can say that Boston has home court advantage here, right? So four out of the seven games are going to be played in Boston, mm-hmm. and Terry Rozier has been insane in Boston in these playoffs. Whenever he's played home, so what do you think, man? You think you think they you think they shut down the whole cast? Because I think I can make the argument that Boston has the better supporting cast than I, I will say. I will say, like you were saying before, in terms of depth, yeah. Boston has much better depth than Cleveland. Especially, yeah. this, it's been producing, right? Cleveland's depth has not been producing, mm-hmm. but I think that all depends on the matchups, right? So who do you who do you see is going to be going up against Rozier for the next round? I mean, matchup wise, I mean George Hill has to guard him. George Hill, yeah, as point guard, right? George mm-hmm. Hill has to guard him. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I mean. You don't even feel that Kyrie's missing right now because Rozier p- picked up his game, right? I yeah, mean, he's been killing. I it mean, right now. I would see Kyrie having a little bit better numbers, just slightly, it's slightly but better. it's not but, that but big of a you difference. You don't feel his, you don't feel his presence at you don't all. Feel you feel the impact. Yeah. yeah, you don't feel the impact of his loss. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, this is a surprising. I mean, Boston's playing with house money right now, right? I mean, they got nothing to lose, and they're, and they're in the Eastern Conference nobody, Finals. Nobody expected them to be doing what yeah. they did this no, like, right now. Yeah, nobody no, expected them to go past the Sixers. Who cares I mean, about the Sixers? No one expected him to go against Milwaukee. There's a few people that were saying, "Yeah, Giannis is a better player in that series," and I mean, they took him out in seven. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was a it was a grinded out series, oh, yeah, but they beat sure. him, yeah. right? And then against the 76ers, oh my god, they made quick work of the 76ers. Like that's insane how they how they got rid of him that fast. They just dismantled the process. Yeah, right away. yeah, they got rid of the process. <laughs> made them look like a bunch of rooks, like they are. To be honest, I I felt like the Sixers should have been in the conference finals. I mean, I would have liked to see the Sixers like in the conference finals. Yeah, I, I like think it would be more entertaining, definitely. especially with these comparisons being made like with even Simmons and I LeBron feel, feel, and all that. Yeah, even I feel like ratings wise too. I feel like the 76ers would have been the better matchup, right? Even like oh, yeah. matchup wise. Well, I don't know about matchup wise. I feel like Boston is the better matchup right now in the series, though. In terms, yeah, in terms of depth, yeah, but in terms of like excitement and mm-hmm. watching this sp- and watching the games, yeah, I would definitely like to see the Sixers. Yeah, versus the no, definitely, Cavs. definitely. You got the whole young king and the the new, the old king, whatever, exactly. going up against each other. Yeah, know, yeah, exactly. Especially you no, know, then they're thinking he's gonna go there next year and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. So a uh, couple, a couple of concerns I got here for this um, whole thing. Another matchup I like to see is a uh, matchup I'll be looking out for is the Tatum versus James matchup. Hmm. Yeah, like I don't think I don't think anyone can guard LeBron James to be honest. Nope. But uh, like like I feel like 
But LeBron's going to be guarding Tatum on the other end as well. Yep. So, I don't know how the hell that's going to work out, to be honest. Because, like, I don't think... I think LeBron's been slacking on the defensive end, to be honest. He's been slacking the whole entire time in the playoffs. He's been slacking for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had, he had no need... Plus, really, he's getting older too now, man. He's he, getting yeah. He's I mean, if I was in his position, I wouldn't want to be running up and down the court, playing as hard as I do in the yeah. offensive end. Just make those, just make those key dif- defensive uh, stops right? late in the game. Exactly. Mm, yeah, yeah. As long as you keep it competitive, right? Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. Like, who do you think is going to guard James? Then I don't think it matters. Really? Yeah. Dude, I think they're going to throw everyone at him. They're going to throw... They can double-team him. They're going to they can... throw Marcus Smart at the guy. I think he's going to get a couple of minutes on him. Tatum's going to get a couple of minutes. Brown's going to get a couple of minutes mm-hmm. on him. Brown, I think Brown would be an interesting. Matchup. Really? Yeah. I think I think their best chances with Smart, man, because he's a real physical guy, right? He gets into it. He's not scared. He's probably not scared. He's never... Like, he's not scared of James, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But so. I feel like if he if James takes him on the, takes him on the inside, I mean, mm. he's just, he's just going to get fouled and get onto the free throw line. Mm. Like, especially if he's playing hard. Like, it depends on the refs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's I also going to be a factor, I think, in the Houston series as well. The physical play because Houston's a much more physical team. Yeah, it's yeah, just on the play calls. Yeah, that, that's true too. PG Tucker and Clint Capella. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're bringing the real toughness of that team. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Even Chris Paul. Chris Paul's a really Chris tough. Chris Paul's guy. really tough. Yeah, I think really Chris tough. Paul on Curry is going to be really interesting. Yeah, matchup. that's what I'm saying. They can't hide Curry in that matchup, no. right? So that's the thing. I don't think I don't count Curry as a liability on defense. Really? No. Because I mean, he's still averaging like over a steal a game. Like, yeah, but I mean, like steals. I mean, you can say steals whatever you want. Like he gets a decent amount of rebounds considering his size as well. Man, he's a really good player. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, any X factors here? You feel like should be noted in this series to look out for x factors in this series to look out for let me just go through my list here i mean there's certain players that have been that have definitely stepped their game from the first round to the second round in mm-hmm. terms of cleveland's production mm-hmm. and those guys would be jr smith and kyle corver right yeah and i feel like an x factor would be would be jr mm-hmm. yeah jr is a really inconsistent guy too right yeah you can't tell personally i'm one of those believers i feel that the real Cavalier team, the real, because I mean they've been going through like these like crazy amount of changes throughout the whole race, even in the playoffs. Like I still don't know what we're gonna get from the Cavaliers, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, one consistent thing is LeBron at the end of the day, yep. right? But I mean, I still think the real Cavaliers team is the team we saw against the Pacers that went to seven. I think the sweep that happened against Toronto has more to do with Toronto than Cleveland. I think Toronto just like just they lost the first game, they lost hope in winning that whole that entire series really? anyway. Yeah, I think I think it's more about Toronto being awful than Cleveland being good. I think the reason why, and obviously, like eventually, like I mean, like they were really confident in that series. What they did was they unlocked Kevin Love in that series. But I personally think Al Horford's got Kevin Love. I think I think, I think, I think that's Horford. a good, really strong matchup. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a really good matchup. But that but that depends though, right? Because I mean, like I mean, do do the Cavs play small? Do you think that's the best chance for them to win this series? Cavs play small. I mean. I think I think they're gonna kind of have to play small. Kind of have to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it depends, right? I mean, if uh, because if Kevin Love, I mean that this small lineup is Kevin Love at center. I think LeBron plays power forward that 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 whole entire time. Mm-hmm. But thing is, I mean, like, I mean Aaron Baines, like for the Celtics. I mean, he's a big dude, and then you, I mean, they can go big with Aaron Baines and uh, Al Horford. Yeah, but I, front court, but I mean, I'd still take Kevin Love in terms of rebounding and offense and defensive end. Really? Yeah, he's been. I mean, he's averaging over ten rebounds a game, man. That's true too. He's yeah. been dominating in that. But I don't think. But, but I don't know, man. I think. I think this series. I think in this series, I think all of Cavaliers' supporting cast will be shut off if, if they're gonna win this series. I feel like they gotta win it through just LeBron being great. Really? 
Yeah. I, mean, I personally think, like, I mean, look at their offense. For me, my X factors are uh, Morris and uh, Greg Monroe. Okay. Right? Marcus Morris and Greg Monroe. Yeah. Because uh, I think, first of all, I think Morris is playing really good. More, uh, Monroe, on the other hand, uh, last series was uh, really bad. I mean, he only averaged like three points a game. Yeah, like 3.5 points a game. And Baines only averaged like 6.8 points a game as yeah. well. So, I mean, those guys got to produce, right? But other than that, like depth-wise, I mean, last year's, check this out, last year's Tatum average, 23, 3, and 3. Terry Rozier, 19.5, 7.5, and 5, right? Horford, he averaged uh, 16, 7, and 4, right? Mm-hmm. Smart averaged 13, 4, and 4. Marcus Morris averaged 12 and 6. Jalen Brown averaged 12 points. But Marcus, uh, Jalen Brown right now, uh, just coming off of that hamstring injury, yeah, whatever he had that. Injury, yeah. yeah, so uh, they've been uh, being very careful with the guys and making him come off the bench. Mm-hmm. I think he's had the right amount of rest time. I think he'll be ready to go for the series. That's a limit his yeah. minutes and everything. Though. Yeah, so uh, Jalen Brown, he's been, and he averaged, even in that condition, he averaged 12.3 points a game and 5.3 assists per game. So in that sense, I mean, you look at this, it's the the series that they had against the 76ers. They get that sort of production next series mm-hmm. while shutting off the Cleveland Cavaliers supporting cast. I think I think they have a chance, man. I, I think I, I can make a case for Boston. I, I, I mean, I do I do think they have a chance. Yeah. But I feel like I put them in the same... I put the Sixers, them versus the Sixers, the same category that Cleveland had versus the Raptors, man. Like, the Sixers just kind of shut off. Like, they had a lot of stupid plays... A lot but of bad mistakes. There's a difference. The San Francisco will end the game. They just made um like rookie mistakes basically Tor- towards the Toronto end. Toronto was in Tr- the games in the start of the series. No, 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 first no, no. Few Toronto. Games. The only game Toronto was in was the first game, and even in that third game, if that suppose LeBron misses that shot, yeah, and it goes into overtime, yeah. You honestly think Cavaliers don't win that series? I think the Cavaliers still win that game even in the overtime. I yeah, think yeah. I think easily. I think Cleveland's gonna win the game, easily. but I mean, it, you can't just count Toronto out. Like they had a chance. And Dude, they got. Them. I mean, look at Game Four. They gave up. They they got destroyed. They got dismantled, man, by the by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like yeah, that, like, that one. That if they one had, if they had any done. guts, if they had any guts, look at Game Two in that series when LeBron was just getting whatever the hell he wanted. He looked like man. He like I mean, because that like all the stupid conversations of like Michael Jordan, fucking LeBron James debate started all over again. Like you don't <laughs> yeah, want after that. hitting those game winners. Yeah, yeah like yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So I mean, I feel like the Raptors just made the Cavaliers just look really good mm-hmm. instead of the Cavaliers actually being that good. The real, I feel like the real Cavalier team is that Pacers team, right? And I presume the Pacers was a better team in that series. They should have won that series. I, I would have, I would have picked the Pacers, especially considering that like LeBron was getting no help from his backcourt. Yeah, and, and I think that's gonna be the issue. I think that's gonna be the same case in this series as well. I will say that for the last series against the Raptors, I mean LeBron. Yeah, of course LeBron's a big factor in that in the series win. But like you can't just discount the rest of the team. I mean Kevin Love was averaging over twenty points a game in that series. Same thing from uh, J.R. Smith was averaging over twelve and a half. Yes, and Corver yes. was averaging over fourteen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, look, look like, at these. They got so much depth. There. Green Green averaged twelve point three. Hill averaged like ten point three. Yeah, right. And uh, Love averaged twenty and a half. How you said it, right? LeBron yeah. averaged thirty four, eight and eleven. Uh, obviously, you expect that from LeBron. Especially yeah, I mean, he has the same Raptors. thing. He did better in the first series. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, he it's just the same thing. Tone down his production because his backcourt was actually supporting him, so yeah, he didn't yeah. have to do as much. Yeah, but I mean, like, like against the Pacers, I think the highest guy was like Kevin Love with eleven and a half points a game or something like yeah, that against Kevin him. Love. Yeah, it was yeah. Kevin Love, and the rest of the rest of the team were in, were in single digits, right? I mean, yeah, you can't expect to win against Boston. If Kevin Love's playing like that, I mean, the, the most consistent guy has been Kyle Korver. I think he's been like their second most second best player in terms of consistency. Uh, I'd say that. Kyle Korver always showed up in all the fourth quarters that they play. He's always been there. And you can't expect uh, the Cavaliers to do anything with Kyle Korver being your second best player in a series. 
Kevin Love obviously have to pick up his slack, but exactly. I, but I think I think Horford's got him, man. I think Horford, I think Horford's a better player in that matchup. Horford, mm-hmm. I take Horford. Horford just came off of shutting down Embiid and Simmons right now, man. You want to see like I take Horford right yeah. now. He's yeah. a savvy vet, right? He has he always makes the right plays, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, he doesn't have like any eye popping numbers or anything like that. The guy probably he's just average, a safe player. Yeah, he just consistent has good strong consistent. field yeah. goal percentage. He'll probably just average like what 15, 5, and six or whatever 15, 8, 15, five, eight or something like that. Twenty point game here. Yeah, and there. you know what I'm saying. He'll he'll come through with the clutch plays at the end. I mean, you can trust a guy like him on the floor. Kevin mm-hmm. Love, I still don't know what the hell I'm gonna get out of Kevin Love. He's so inconsistent still, right? I mean, you literally have to. Have like a I whole mean, quarter of feeding him the ball in order for him to get going. You're guaranteed. You know you're guaranteed the those boards though. You're guaranteed the boards from Kevin. I mean, Love. yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. The, no one, no one doubts about that. Kevin yeah. Love's, Kevin Love's rebounding has always been like, even with the Timberwolves, he's been really good. Yeah, he's been yeah, like eight tier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I personally think the the X factors here. I feel like if they can get anything out of Monroe and uh, Baines, mm-hmm. and I feel like if because I feel like Morris is going to be guarding LeBron as well, along with Smart Brown Tatum, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if they can keep that consistent performance up, I think the Boston got the series. And I personally think, obviously, as I said before, I, I feel like the Raptors just that bad. I think the real Cavaliers team is that Pacers, the team we saw against the Pacers. So who and how many games do you see the Boston Celtics taking this? Uh, I'm gonna say, it, man, I'll be one of those guys. I think Boston's got this in seven. Boston in seven. Boston seven. They got the home court advantage. They shoot the uh, yo. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you knew about this, but Boston shot the three pointer better than the Cleveland Cavaliers percentage wise. The Cleveland obviously takes way more and makes way more, mm-hmm. but percentage wise, Boston's been hitting more of them. In Are you general. talking about in the playoffs or in the regular season? In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Yeah, they've been shooting the three better. They got home court advantage. All their supporting cast plays way better automatically at home anyway. Yeah. Right. They obviously have the more games at home as well, so they got that advantage. They're not scared of LeBron at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a tough defensive oriented team. Mm-hmm. Right. And even though I feel like they can't shut down LeBron, like they can shut down every single other player. On that team, you think everyone else be shut down in a one-on-one matchup if they're playing small? If they're playing small, yeah, Boston's playing well, small on Cleveland. Oh well, I mean, you're, so you're t- so you're telling me that like Cleveland, if Cleveland goes small with Kevin Love at center, yeah, and then Boston goes small with Al Horford at center, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's just look at it right now. All right, so Al Horford against Kevin Love, who do you take? Horford. All right, well, whoever's in the power forward matchup doesn't matter who they put in the power. LeBron's got that. LeBron's yeah. got that. So who would be the small forward in that situation? The small forward for. Because they, they put Hill at uh, point guard. Yeah. They put Corver at shooting guard, probably. Yeah. And then who the hell would they put at small? Jeff Green? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, Seems like I mean, I mean, yeah. So Jeff Green versus, uh, I don't know, actually. Who the, who the hell who the hell would be in that small lineup? Because they have Rozier. They have Rozier, Brown. Yeah. Uh, I think I think what they I think that what they would do is I think they put like Smart in that smart, lineup. I think yeah, Smart would, would be in that smart. line. Yeah, I think Smart would be in that lineup. But yeah, like I th- I take Rozier over George Hill right now easily. That's yeah, not even a competition. Uh, I I, I take I take an injured Brown right now, and he, I feel like he's had enough rest. So I think he'll be good to go. I, I take think, him. I don't think. Yeah, I think that's gonna not gonna be a factor. Yeah, exactly. So I think I, he's better than uh, Kyle Korver right now. You yeah. take him over Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver can't even guard him. It doesn't matter. Kyle Korver won't be able to guard the guy. He's a liability right? on defense. Yeah, and like uh, what do you call it? Smart versus Green. I think I think Smart would be the better player in that in that sense as yeah, well. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, look at it. I mean, you got Mar- Marcus Morris is probably better than any other guys on Ben. He's producing as well. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, and Horford, I take Horford over Kevin Love as well. Right. That's mm-hmm. it. And I like, think that is a toss up though. That's not really. I don't think it's as close as you think it no, is. No, I I personally think I think Horford's got this man. If, if, if a guy, you dude, I think okay. 
How about this? How about if I asked you who's better, Joel Embiid or Kevin Love? It's Embiid. All right, who's better, Ben Simmons or Kevin Love? Simmons. Okay, well, Horford is just fresh off a series owning them right now, in a mm-hmm. five-game series. Mm-hmm. So how can you not say that Al Horford is probably better than he can easily handle Kevin Love? I don't think that's a toss-up. I think the only way this is the only way I think Kevin Love gets the better of uh, Al Horford. If they like legit like Cavaliers literally spend like a portion of the game literally just feeding Kevin Love trying to get him going and like I feel like you know waste so much time trying to get Kevin Love going right but I feel like let's say if uh, LeBron's gonna start driving in the middle and then Boston's gonna have to double mm-hmm. he's gonna dish it out with the, to the perimeter that's to Kevin what, Love but that's what I'm trying JR to say or a Corver. I don't think Boston's gonna try doubling why not I don't think they will I think they're gonna live with LeBron getting wherever the hell he wants they're gonna play as tough of as tough as a defense as they can they're gonna mm-hmm. have they're gonna have people switching up like even if someone gets into foul trouble they'll, they'll have someone right they'll have someone to guard LeBron they could have someone coming yeah, off the bench too. exactly easily right so I don't think I don't think this is a series where um I don't think it's a series where like to be honest I don't think it's a series where LeBron can do this, man. I don't think he's going to pull off what he did against the Pacers. I, I don't think that it's the same. I and don't think the Cavs are the same team, man. I, especially if you look at the round two stats compared to the round one stats. For yeah, But that's what I'm saying. Cavs. That's why I say I think it's Toronto's awful defense that made the Cavs look that good. It, it has to be a psychological thing. They've been swept the last two two uh, two years already against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, LeBron's won, I think, 10 straight against the Raptors in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Counting back to the time when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. I mean... Like, it's just a psychological thing, man. Like, they just can't do it. Like, they just can't. I feel like the Raptors were psychologically done. They were done in by LeBron. LeBron's their daddy. <laughs> Simple as <laughs> that. LeBron turned the whole city into LeBronto. Le- LeBron, right? LeBron's like Voldemort, man. He, he who shall not be named. Yeah, that's they it. Just, like, they can't yo, even speak his name. They can't. Like, they, they honestly just, like, cannot play against LeBron. Yeah. Simple as that. So, I feel like it's, this is, that series had more to do with Toronto than it had to do with the Cleveland Cavaliers being good. And I don't think that's going to be the same case in Boston. Uh, I got Boston at seven. I think it's gonna be a tight seven game series. There's gonna be a bunch of blowouts on the Boston end. Like they're gonna get blown out a, a few times mm-hmm. in the series. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're gonna win four tight games. Uh and like they're gonna win the game seven at home and they're gonna go into the finals. And uh I feel like like almost everything other than LeBron goes for Boston. Like the Cavaliers have one thing going for them, LeBron. That's it. He's the greatest player in of our generation probably mm-hmm. top 10 mm-hmm. uh, top 10 all time obviously yeah, yeah uh, I mean easily e- top 5 top five, top 5 easily top 5 yeah uh, best small forward ever to play the game mm-hmm. uh, I'd have a debate though about that I feel like Larry Bird might be a, l- a little bit better but uh, I mean LeBron's long- longevity is just insane so I mean he gets a nod there but uh, also I- his versatility is much yeah. more than Larry Bird exactly but um, I I think yeah, I don't think I don't think the Cavs got this, man. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to be done in seven games. LeBron's final streak comes to an end, and we're going to see Boston Warriors in the finals. And I think, yeah, I think I think that's how this I think that's how this is all going to play out. I okay, I think it's just going to be a rematch of last year, man. Warriors versus Cavs. Really? Yeah. Also, also the wait, wait, Cavs wait, have wait, better three point shooting percentage as well. Over the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics. Yeah. Only thing that that's also going to be a factor because LeBron James has a terrible three point field goal per, field goal percentage. La- I mean, last thing he, I mean, last uh, series he shot nineteen percent from three. The whole the whole playoffs he's sh- shooting twenty eight percent from yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. If that, he does but, develop, but is that, that really is that really a factor? Because like I mean, he's been playing insane, mm-hmm. right? But like, if his outside shot is not going against Boston, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a long series for him, man. It's gonna be a long series. I think. 
I think what Boston. I mean, it wasn't a factor in the other I mean, series. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. That's because everyone else went off. I wouldn't be surprised if Brass Stevens, right? Oh yeah. By the way, we've been talking about the players. Boston's also got the coaching much better, well in there. much better easily, coaching. easily. Yeah. I mean, the way that he's able to deal with injuries of like Brown getting hurt with his hamstring, yeah. Kyrie getting hurt before the end of the series, mm-hmm. getting uh, losing Hayward. Hayward at the start yeah. of the series before you even know what he's going to com- contribute to the team. Like, yeah. Great drafting by any age, yeah. bringing it and t- implementing it into the lineup right away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's on. A, he's on a phenomenal. It's fantastic. Job. All those draft picks he got and everything. It's yeah, fantastic. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like um, I feel that I feel that people are assuming. Wait, how how much do you have this? How long do you see how the series playing out? Five games. Yeah. See, I, I assumed. Yeah, a lot of people are assuming it's gonna be four or five games. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys, man. I think Boston's got the home court advantage. Unlike Houston, I actually trust the Boston's supporting uh, supporting cast. And all this, all their old players that they have on there, and I, I, mean, I think I trust their coach as well. I mean, well. their team like has some veterans, but I mean, a lot of their starting lineup, a bunch of young guys, an inexperienced young which players. Which is why I'm saying they have nothing to lose, so they're going to be like just playing like. Which would be similar to what was happening with the Sixers. No, 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 but that's a di- that's a different story, though. I mean, look at I mean Brad Stevens, like you, like Brad Stevens is like the coach that you want for every team. Mm-hmm. If you get a Brad Stevens, yeah, like I want. Uh, to be honest, I think I could, he's like a good for the future of basketball coaching. It's different, a different style than Greg Popovich. Mm, right. But currently in this in the NBA, you would want someone like Steve Kerr or like Brad Stevens mm-hmm. that plays right, a much right, better, right. different. Uh, but style to be honest, that. like I think I think Brad Stevens is better than Steve Kerr as a coach. I mean, considering the considering the assets he has to work with and what he's he's able to do he's with done them, a lot, which is it's, why it's incredible. I, which is why Greg Popovich is good at what he does as well because he's he deals with injuries like phenomenally. He rests Dude, his he's, players. And he's a definition right? of consistency in coaching. Yeah, man. yeah, I agree with that. I mean, he's I probably. Him and Jackson are going to be like the goats. I I think Brass even can get up there too if he can get some star players and win some rings. It's too early, man. Way too early. But he for that. he's been really consistent since he got in the league, and he and look at the stuff he's had to work with mm-hmm. compared to what Popovich and uh, Phil Jackson had to work with. Yeah, well, right? we still I mean have... nobody handed Brass even a Tim Duncan or a Kobe Bryant or a Shaq, right? Or I mean, he got handed Kyrie Irving in the start of this season. I mean, yeah, but I mean, we'll look at the other past years when he worked with Isaiah Thomas guys and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. right? I mean, I mean, he barely had anything to work with superstar potential wise, but um. Yeah, I mean, did you hear about that? What happened to Brad Stevens? Like all the coaches, uh, d- they didn't even vote him for a coach. Yeah, I was shocked, man. Yeah, that's, that's very uh, surprising. I mean, I'd put him in my top three coaches for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like that. That's pretty. Yeah, that's that's pretty know, embarrassing. Man. That's that's petty. I think that's really very, petty. very petty. Yeah, I think it's really really petty. But um, uh, yeah. Oh, breaking news. Um, Dwayne Casey just got fired. What? Yeah, he just got fired right now. Seriously? Yeah, he got fired. What's your thoughts on this right now? <laughs> Why would you... Fu- Dwayne Casey's the issue. Yeah, Dwayne Casey's the issue that Toronto wasn't able to get past Cleveland. It's not yeah. DeMar DeRozan not showing up, getting benched in the fourth, deservingly so. Yeah, he deserved that. I, I agree with that. He he, got, he took a lot of heat for no reason for yeah. that, right? Like, if you're not yeah. going to show up, you don't deserve to play. Simple as that. Even yeah. if you are considered the star of the team. What, like what was his plus minus? Like, minus like 20-something in, in, some, in that specific game? He was yeah. like minus something. It was a really, yeah, really yeah. bad game. Yeah, he he was pretty bad in that game. Dude, yeah. Dwayne, Qua- Dwayne Casey, man. He's gonna. He's arguably gonna be the coach of the year this year. Yeah, for the Raptors. Yeah, I'm considering sure what he he's is, done yeah. with the team. I'm pretty sure. He, I'm pretty sure he got voted in. Dude, ever since ever since he got he got hired by the team. Yeah, Toronto Raptors were a joke. Yeah. Then I they know. were actually in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it was just Cleveland. I think this is just simple. I think this is more about that. Um, I mean, 
I mean, they're completely like destroyed with uh, contracts right now because they paid so much money for like so many players that haven't been uh, producing. Like Valanciunas. I mean, Valanciunas, you got Serge Ibaka in there as Baca well with, with a fat contract. I mean, DeMar and Kyle Lowry, you have to give those contracts to them, right? I mean, you I mean they're worth it. that in the league. Like, they're yeah. going to get, if you don't pay them, someone else is going to pay them. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, they got they got this big contract, especially Lowry. He got that in the whole time period when the whole cap space was just booming pretty high. And yeah. now the cap space is lowered down a little bit. Just a little. So, yeah, just a little. So, I mean, now, now they're kind of just like stuck in like, lo- they're going to be stuck in luxury tax as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have to figure that out. So, I feel that the most obvious change, like, there's no there's no market for Valanchunas or Serge Ibaka. Right, there's I mean, they waited like them. a couple years too late. He, their only best asset here is Demar Derozan if they want to trade him away. But they they wouldn't trade him away though. There's there's no way. And the only and I'll even say like if they were to trade Derozan away, it'll be an incremental upgrade, not yeah. a not a huge upgrade, and you're not going right, to get right. the value out of him that you right. need for that. You're going to have to trade for a different position otherwise. Yeah, right, right. Um, I would say trade Lowry, but I mean he's like a point guard that's over thirty, um, and he's got a pretty big contract as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so I like. The only way the Raptors can get out of this mess, they'll, they'll contract expire by 2020. Mm-hmm. So, very, I mean, they, yeah, so they got they got like two years still yeah, left yeah. of this whole entire squad. Yeah. And like, what's the easiest thing to change in this sort of situation? I, the most easiest change you can make since you can't get rid of anyone on the team is the coach, right? I mean, they just have to put the blame somewhere. You're not going to yeah. put it on management. Yeah. Because they've been doing a good job drafting. Yeah. Like, that, that's good not job. an issue. Yeah. yeah. And Casey, to be honest, LeBron's the issue here. <laughs> you can't, yeah, yeah, you can't blame anyone. It's yeah. just like they want to change something up for the sake of changing. Like, it. like, okay, like if Casey, if Casey beats LeBron in one of those, um, in one of those uh, series, yeah, what, the, what do you think? The issue is that he's been swept two years in a row. Yeah, that's the issue. If you yeah. even won a single game, you bring I don't back? know. Yeah, that, I don't know about that. <sighs> yeah, it's pretty disappointing. I'm pretty disappointed. And plus, it's gonna be so awkward too, man. At the end of the year, when they give out those awards. <laughs> With coach of the year, like you give the coach of the year to the guy that got fired. He's probably gonna be on a different team at that point, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna get calls right away, man. Oh yeah, yeah I'd hire him. On the yeah, spot. he's been he's been good. He's been good. That's such a bad decision, but yeah, a good defensive minded coach. Yeah, uh, he's the most winningest coach in Raptors history, and uh, he will be missed by by the Raptors. Yeah, he will be. He will be missed. I think they're gonna have an issue with uh, if he was to stay. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna have issue with him and DeRozan. We're gonna have some kind of we're gonna butt heads. Yeah, especially what happened in uh, the last game there. Yeah, makes sense. So, yeah, that was our uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals preview here. Um, Amity has the Rockets in six. No, the Warriors in six. Warriors, Warriors in six, six yeah. And no, no one here has the Rockets yeah. in six. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's got the Rockets winning this thing. Yeah, they got the Warriors in six and you got Cavs in five. Cavs in five, yeah. Yeah, I got personally, I got uh, Warriors in five. And I think that's going to be a short series. And Boston in seven, so... Clearly, the world's against me right now. <laughs> I mean, but, that would be fun to watch that go to seven. Yeah, least. that would be easily. Yeah, and I feel like the Eastern Conference has been actually really a lot more competitive than previous years. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's like previous years, LeBron's just been dominating through. I mean, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for that fraudulent team in the Raptors, I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean, we gotta, I mean, the best team in the East, but... Yeah, that's true, too. I think, I think the Raptors are the most fraudulent team in the league in my lifetime since probably the Clippers with the Chris Paul DeAndre Jordan Blake remember how much hype they had and yeah, then the, yeah. like obviously didn't go anywhere they couldn't do anything they couldn't do anything exactly I mean they couldn't even go to the conference finals man right hey oh but at least, at least the Clippers did not fire their head coach because of it oh well I mean they, I mean yeah I mean they couldn't do that though right I mean Doc Rivers already has a ring right I mean you can't kind of like I mean he and he also on top of that he's got control of like all the 
the the choices that all the GM he has choices GM choices yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So he so, just has all management. Choices. Yeah, he has all the management choices. Yeah. So yeah, but um, I mean, yeah. So that was our preview. Uh, thanks for listening to us. Yeah, Again, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. So I'm Vidant. and I'm Amrdeep. Yeah, and thanks for listening to Hoopin from the Line.